Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Uh, Before we get to our question about whether you like to shop in the brick and mortar or do it online, by the way, 651-641-1071, we have a sad thing to report on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom and Holly Roberts. Bradley will be back later in the week. Um, There's been a notable death. Yeah, we have to say goodbye to one of the internet's most famous cats. And that would be Lil Bub. This is so sad. Especially because just on last, I think it was Wednesday or Tuesday, Holly, off the air you were talking about internet cat sensations. This is the kind of thing we talk about off the air at my talk. (laughs) Yeah, And you said... Lil Bub is looking rough. Yeah, Lil Bub on his Instagram account, a little concerned about him last week. I was like, he's not looking Mm. so hot and fresh. Well, unfortunately, the news arrived that Lil Bub passed away yesterday. And his owner said, we lost the purest, kindest, and most magical living force on our planet. Mm. Bub's dude made the announcement and said Bub was cheerful and full of love. And then unexpectedly passed away in his sleep on Sunday. Yeah, Lil Bub was eight years old. But it having these relationships with these internet cats and mm-hmm. watching their because there have been a couple of internet cats we paid tribute to Grumpy Cat yeah. and his life at the Cat Video Festival earlier this year yeah uh, and just having these relationships with these cats and and things that you don't have a real connection with right. but then you see them and you watch their journey and then you just you, you know you gotta you feel sad when they pass out. away so pour one out for little bub oh. passed away at the age of eight. Oh. Oh. All right okay so here's the question do you sh- like to shop in a brick and mortar store or do you do your shopping online it is open shopping season ah. 651-641-1071 okay so over the weekend as you know because I complained about it earlier I spent an <laughs> ungodly amount of money on movie tickets uh and we were we saw the movie at a movie theater which is in a mall and we started to walk through the mall and it was late on black friday so after the real rush of shopping and i had that moment of oh my gosh i love a shopping mall Around the holidays. Yeah, you smell like the Auntie Anne's around the air. Just the whole experience. I remember that we used to spend a day maybe just shopping. Everybody would go their separate directions in the mall. You'd meet up at the end. Everybody would have their bags. We'd be hiding them from each other. We'd go home and wrap the presents. Blah, blah, blah. Done. There was no online shopping. That was not a thing. Now we have the option to online shop. And I love the convenience of it. But when I was walking through the mall, I had this happy feeling that was also so sad because it's not the same. The mall is a virtual ghost town. Not, I won't say the mall we were at, but the mall we were at is a virtual ghost town. There are full floors with nothing on them. Mm. There's not that vibrancy, that buzz of activity. There's just, It's just not the same. Oh. And I got sad about it, but it made me wonder. I want people to plead their case. Do you shop at the brick and mortar 
or do you do it all online? It is open shopping season. We all have our preferences. Let's go to Suzanne. Hello, Suzanne. Hi. So do you uh, do you do the brick and mortar or do you do your shopping online and why? Definitely brick and mortar. Um, I I like to kind of explore the shops and find things that I wouldn't even look at online because I wouldn't know that it was available. So I'm sort of the person that is looking at something and sees, as my husband says, shiny thing, and I go over there and I get distracted. You know, when you go to the store to spend $50 and you come out and it's $300 later because you yep. end up both <laughs> and body. And know the <laughs> I feeling. <love> that. <laughs> mm. No, see, thank you, Suzanne. Thank you. She, like, she just gave me the spirit of shopping. The thing I love most about shopping is the browsing. And the discovery. Right? But here's the thing. There's no time. I'm making the case for online shopping. Okay, why for? Because I'm a hermit. So And, and, I and also, I love... The sense of discovery that comes from a brick and mortar store. I hate the small talk. I know. I'm just my line to anybody is, "Thank you." I'm browsing. Yeah, and that is the universal cue to say, "Leave me alone," because I have physically left stores. Now Mm -hmm. there is a there is a store there is a chain of stores in particular. It has to do with smelly things. Mm -hmm. I'll just say that. Okay, they are aggressive as all get out Mm -hmm. i'm like i don't want you to put that on my hand i don't want you to help me out i'm just gonna sit here and i'm gonna huff in peace yeah like there's nothing like a good meditative stroll through a store where you can just have your huffs okay you just like smell so in that case i suppose i do like going to brick and mortars because you can have that physical experience but i just don't want just like you know you don't want the human interaction no no, i don't so (laughs) it's funny because i get anxiety hearing you talk about i'm actually literally having the symptoms of anxiety right oh, now as I speak well, about Sorry. no about browsing and the yeah. reason why is because um I don't like that feeling anymore I used to I used to love the feeling of wandering around and looking for that perfect gift for endless hours until you know my parents picked me up but now I get a feeling of anxiety because there's a deadline and I don't know what I'm looking for or where I'm going or what's going to have the perfect gift. And I am sick while I think about it. <laughs> it just, oh. it's so frustrating. And so that's why I prefer online because I can do it at my leisure. Yes. I can pick it up where I left off later. Yeah. I don't have to physically go to a place and be bound by the time of it. It's on right. my phone, or that which I'm addicted to. Start looking at y'all weird because you right. go into the store because this happened to me the other weekend when I was in a makeup store that shall not be named and I didn't have any makeup on mm-hmm. I had just come from a workout class and I was just browsing and I just like to hover I like to yeah. just just be I mean if you could set up a store that was just full of candles and soaps that was called just the huff just huff it just huff it just yeah. like let me huff in peace man <laughs> like I'll I'll buy when I want to buy okay thanks Tina's <laughs> on the line hi Tina Tina, do you go brick and mortar or do you go strictly online? I do a little bit both for my family. For my kids, I go store to store, but any family or friends that live out of town, I like to online shop because then I can send it directly to them. Yeah, that's, that's the easiest part. Oh, hi. hi. Tina, who that's are my we? Daughter, Piper. Piper. Hi, Piper. Have a good day. oh that was fun thank you tina have a great day uh that was tina and piper and uh tina likes to shop at the stores for piper 
but then do the online for her extended family, which is convenient. Well, yeah, that's the thing. That's the pro tip. Like, if you're going somewhere for the holidays and you want to buy people gifts, just send it to the house right. with your name on the package yeah. so that they know that those gifts are for them and that they don't open them. Exactly. And then you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to check the extra bag. No. You don't have to do anything like that. But I highly suggest that maybe one of those empty retail places in the empty mall that you went to mm-hmm. starts the store. Just the huffs. Just the huffs. <laughs> I just want to stroll and I want to huff in peace. Smells are free. Yeah. <laughs> when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, it is a little bit cold outside, but we're going to warm you up. Don't worry with some hot embarrassment. <gasps> This is so bad, you guys. It's very awkward. So just get ready. Get your awkward pants on because we're all just going to live through this together. It's a conversation between Dakota Johnson and Ellen DeGeneres when we come back that is awkward. My Talk 1071. to warm up a little bit because um, we're going to get y'all hot and embarrassed on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers off. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. Hello. Uh, oh gosh, Holly. Okay, this is Ooh. embarrassing. Now when okay, when we say hot embarrassment, we're talking about that secondhand embarrassment, that flushed feeling you get when you can't stop what you're watching and it's all kinds of awkward hot hot, 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 hot. i know like i can speak for myself and i feel like i can speak for you colleen Mm -hmm. that the secondhand embarrassment is strong with us it is we are all of us are strongly secondhand embarrassed and especially in this interaction that took place between ellen degeneres and dakota johnson uh and this is an interview that airs oh when does this did this already did this air today in I cannot any case, speak to the actual air date. Oh, no, it had to be interview. last week. It last was last week? week. All right. Okay, so Dakota Johnson, who... What is she doing the rounds for now? She... Stuff. Stuff. Okay, so you would know her from um, Fifty Shades of Grey. She's in that Peanut Butter Falcon movie. She's the girlfriend of Chris uh, Martin. Mm-hmm. Um, she's the daughter of Don Johnson and Melanie Griffith. Right. So she's, you know, she's kind of a Hollywood fixture these days. Woman's around. Yeah. She's a lovely woman. Um, and she goes on Ellen DeGeneres' show and they have a conversation about the fact that Dakota Johnson just turned 30 and had a 30th birthday party. I'm not going to set it up any further. We're just going to all sit and listen through it together. It is awkward. Here we go. To see you happy it's belated birthday. Too. When was your birthday? It was October 4th. October 4th. You turned 30. I did. And um, how was the party? I wasn't invited. Actually, no, that's not the truth, Ellen. You were invited. Last year, no, last time I was on the show, last year, you gave me a bunch of about not inviting you, but I didn't even know you wanted to be invited. Well, who didn't want to be invited to a party? Well, I didn't even know you liked me. (laughs) Of course I like you. You knew I liked you. You've been on the show many times, and, and don't I show like? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I did invite you, and you didn't come. So This time you invited me? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. How do you know? I don't think so. Ask everybody. <laughs> Ask Jonathan, your producer. Who okay. said you were? I yeah, was invited? Right Why didn't I go? I don't know. Was it... Was it, it oh, yeah, I had that thing. Um... <laughs> <laughs> it was probably in Malibu. That's too far for me to go to. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. 
No, I think I do remember I was invited. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, no, but I... I, I so awkward. <laughs> so awkward. Well, she was telling the truth, Ellen DeGeneres, that she was out of town mm-hmm. when Dakota Johnson had her 30th yeah, birth- where was birthday she? party back in October. I remember oh, where she was. Well, you know... I, uh, the, the internet knows. The, the internet remembers. Oh, Ellen was... Uh, in Dallas, Texas, mm-hmm. at the Dallas Cowboys football game, that football game, yeah, where she was seated hey. next to a noted politician, and mm-hmm. people got very upset. Yeah, now, but that's not even the like the big no. part of the story. No. The big part of the story is how awkward that interaction is. And here's the thing that I wanted to kind of sort through. Because you know they go through the pre-interview process. Yes. Shocker. Talk shows. The conversations are plotted out. Totally plotted out. (laughs) Totally plotted out. Ours aren't. Theirs are. So here's my. (laughs) But here's my question about that. So was that. How much of that was an act? And how much of that was Dakota Johnson just coming out of the gate real with her BDE? Oh, that was Dakota Johnson's BDE. Okay. Totally. The reason I say that is because you could feel the tension between Dakota and Ellen. Unfortunately, we're on radio, so that's right. not a visual medium, but you could see that as well. Also, too, the thing that you could hear in that clip was that Dakota Johnson referenced Ellen DeGeneres' producer, mm-hmm. Jonathan. Yes. And the fact that he wasn't mic'd. Now, if that was a planned bit, Oh, he he might. He would be mic'd, and he would have been prepared to talk about. Oh, I'm the producer, and I'm covering for Ellen, and I'm going to tell you where she was. She wasn't there. But the fact that the the audio was off, and that he was shouting, that was a real conversation that was happening, and that. Look, man, Ellen didn't want to come to your birthday party because Ellen doesn't want to come to anybody's birthday well, party. The thing, I, the thing I appreciated about about that is, okay, so this is going to get a little. I mean, I'm I'm going to spin this out in such a bizarre way, but Let's do it. But there's something. There's a position that Dakota Johnson is allowed to hold in the game of that celebrity interview that the majority of celebrities are not. Many celebrities, I should say, are not able to hold because. Dakota Johnson has been in that ecosystem for her entire life. She is the daughter of two major celebrities. Well, and she's the granddaughter of a celebrity, oh, too. Tippi Hedren yes. is Dakota Johnson's grandma. So this is the family business. So she has seen the game of Hollywood play out before her very eyes her whole entire life. She is not like the celebrity who has worked. And I'm not saying she hasn't had to work for what she has. What I'm saying, though, is she didn't come from meager beginnings. Um, she didn't work her way through community theater to, you know, finally get her big break. She has been part of Hollywood since her infancy. And so these interactions are, she sees what's going on and she doesn't necessarily need Ellen in the same way that, you know, Susie from Little Falls, who just got her big break, needs Ellen. Right. So she gets to call things out in a way where she can say to Ellen DeGeneres, no, I see what you're doing here. No, you were invited, Ellen. Yeah. Don't mess with me. Yeah. And she's also, I think that she's called out 
Jimmy Fallon on The Tonight Show in the same way Mm -hmm. that like, hey, you know, the facade is on a talk show is that, you know, we come on and and I sit on your couch and we have a conversation and it's totally it's kind of planned, but it's improvised. But a lot of it's actually very planned. I mean, producers ask questions in detail. And there is a thing that celebrities do. There are certain celebrities that give good couch because they know how to play the game. But Dakota Johnson called out Jimmy Fallon basically being like, "Uh, aren't you supposed to be asking me the questions here? Oh, it's so awkward. But but I'm here for it. (laughs) Oh, are are we though? I am. I know. I know. But this is why I love it because Ellen never gets called out that way. So you never see the true colors of Ellen DeGeneres. And I'm not saying she's a bad person. That's not what I'm saying. But what she does and actually there was a I, I, I read something on Twitter that I'll paraphrase and pretend like it was my own thought when it truly wasn't. You read the report of the report. I read the report of the report. <laughs> um, the Ellen DeGeneres uh, try, she does that, that kind of uh, sarcastic ribbing and tries to make it part of her bit and it's tired. But what Dakota Johnson did was she t- tipped it upside and she kind of gave it back in a way that didn't look good for Ellen. I'm here. I want to see Dakota Johnson's talk show. Well played, Dakota. Well played. It's going to be called Awkward Talk with Dakota Johnson. <laughs> That's hot. I'll, I'm greenlighting it. I don't know who's going right. to carry it, but I'm for it. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got some dumb people doing dumb things. We call them crazy, stupid idiots. And we're going to tell you about them after this on My Talk 1071. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer is not here. He'll be back uh, later in the week. Holly Hi. and I are hanging with you. Yep. And uh, before we get to those dumb people doing dumb things, uh, we've got a little something to give away. We're going to give away, and you're going to want this giveaway. We got the best prizes on the Colleen and Bradley show because right? we have a $50 Green Mill gift card. Mm. Yeah. Get yourself some Zah. Get your pizza on. <laughs> $50 gift card to Green Mill. 651-641-1071. What color should that be? Let's give that to color number three on the Colleen and Bradley show. Okay. Now, here are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present. CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. Oh, those crazy, stupid idiots are to your right, they're to your left. And hopefully, when you're looking in the mirror, there's not one locking eyes with you because that would mean it was you. And oftentimes, we find those crazy, stupid idiots in the state of Florida. Florida. Yes. Yeah. Okay, we are not going to Florida first. Uh, We're going to India. Oh, India. Yeah, this is a crazy story. Okay, okay, so this is um how do I put this? I'm gonna this goes file this under catfish justice, if you will. Mm. Okay, so you know what catfishing is. Yes, catfishing is where somebody pretends to be somebody else online in the world of dating. Okay, well what if this is also in the world of crime? Because what happened was a female cop in India called up a guy who was wanted for murder, pretended that it was a wrong number that she called, and then basically talked the guy into proposing to her. (laughs) I know, it sounds crazy. To proposing to her so that she could find the guy? Yes, so that she could encounter him 
and arrest him. Nice. Okay, so his um so anyway, he was wanted for several crimes including murder and he kept on dodging the cops, but they did find out that he was wanting to take a wife. He was looking to get married. So this they had this female cop call him. Uh, and then, you know, say, oh, whoops, sorry, I had the wrong number. But then they started chatting. Well, they talked for about a week on the show or on the phone. And then after about a week, she, you know, brought up the idea of the two of them getting married. He said yes. They scheduled their Wednesday, their wedding for pe- this past Thursday. And when he showed up for the wedding, she arrested him. <laughs> Yes! Isn't that cool? This is a movie. Yes, that's totally I want to see movie. this movie. I know. I want to see this movie, and I hope that she does this with more guys. I know. Uh, anyway, he's now in jail for all of those uh, all of those crimes. Again, the name of the movie that has not made been been made yet is Catfish Justice. Thank you. That would be a good name of a band, too. Right? Yes. Catfish Justice. <laughs> Catfish Justice. Yes. I like that. Thank you for sharing that because it gives me a little faith. Oh, good. A little yes. faith. My story gives me absolutely no faith. Fun. I in, love it when humanity. this happens. Well, you know, it's just it's the youth doing stupid things. That's why we do. That's what we talk about yeah. in Crazy Stupid uh-huh. Idiots. We're going to Idaho. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're going to a Chick-fil-A in Idaho. Okay. Where some teenagers were hanging out after a basketball game. Because that's what kids do. You know, did, did, didn't you yeah. do that too? When Our you were place the, was Perkins. Perkins. Ours was Perkins or mm-hmm. Applebee's. Oh, yeah. Thank you to all the servers at Perkins oh, and Applebee's doing, doing the Lord's work, Seriously. taking care of the teenagers who just are like a 20 top and then they just order water and, and then they have all separate bills. And terrible tips. And terrible tips. You're doing so it. So bad. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, so there was a 15-year-old girl. She was hanging out at the Chick-fil-A in Idaho after a basketball game and friends were getting a little crazy. Mm. They were getting a little weird. She was she uh, was dared to do something. She was dared to see whether or not she could fit into a high chair at Chick-fil-A. Oh, honey. I could, this is I know how this is going to end. When people with no prefrontal cortex come up with ideas like this, yeah. it only can go wrong. Honey. Oh, honey. And she yeah, cuz see there's one of two ways that this dare could have worked for this girl. <laughs> she could have either sat in the chair and got out. Mhm. Or she sat in the chair and, and never, got, never out. got out. Well, she never got out of the chair. Oh and in my fact, gosh. the police were called to the Chick-fil-A because she couldn't get her butt out of the high chair. Oh, geez. Yeah. She was in oh, high spirits, she's... apparently. And they were Snapchatting and Instagramming because that's what teenagers do, according to uh, people on the scene. Okay, so... I mean, oh, I just am, I have hot embarrassment for her yeah. because also that's a terrifying feeling. Um, I got stuck in a dress once. It's a long story. And there's nothing like the claustrophobia of being in a retail establishment and and the fear that you might just that might just be the way you live from yeah. now on. Like you, you just might be known lady, young lady now as um like high chair butt. It's high chair butt. Exactly. Yeah. That yeah. just might be who you are now. <laughs> and there's a whole video. The pol- the the fireman oh is actively drilling her out of the high chair. Gosh. Now, I am here to tell you that she was successfully freed. However, you now carry the shame of being caught in a high chair at Chick-fil-A. And you know what the best part, though, about being a teenager is, is that this... 
this will turn. She will be no. She will be known for this. Oh yeah, and she's gonna be she'll legend be celebrated. Now. Yeah, for she, this. yeah. She'll probably become homecoming queen. Right. Maybe even prom queen. She'll be like MVP of the basketball team because she got caught in that. But okay. you know, just wanted to let you know, just in case you have a teenager in your life and you don't want their butt got getting caught in a high chair. Uh, I want to know something. Do you think they were at like a Sadie Hawkins Day dance type thing or something or? Is it possible that there are that many plaids and cowboy hats in Idaho? It's the latter. Are you sure? I, Having this family, is like a mythical area of the world to me. My family is from Idaho, Colleen. Yeah. All my sisters were born in Idaho. Mm-hmm. I have two half-sisters that still live in Idaho. And I'm here to tell you, while Boise is cosmopolitan in its own way, there's a lot of plaid. Also... Colleen, you go 30 miles in any direction from where we're broadcasting in Minneapolis and St. Paul. I know. Any direction. This is the this is the aesthetic, man. I just this don't like you don't see those uh, I cowboy grew up hats. There. It's just amazing to me because I just don't see co- cowboy hats out and about because like they are in this video. I'm Colleen, you're not you're a city slicker, man. Yeah, when you go I, out west, they're actual I'm here to tell you, Colleen. Cowboys are real. Cowboy hats Cowboys are, are, real. are novelty. They wear where I come from. They wear boots, and you genuinely have to wear cowboy boots because you have to protect your ankles from the rattlesnakes. I get that, and from the like cow pies. Oh man, horse apples don't eat them. Noted. They're not fruit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're fruit. Fruit of the horse. <laughs> Fruit of the horses behind. We have another dummy. Uh, I do have this. I don't even know who the crazy, stupid idiot is in this story, or if this is just a horrible story. So imagine being at a movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, This happened in Seattle. Paid a hundred dollars, but I'm here. Not Mm -hmm. kidding. Yeah, Yeah. frozen. It was actually at a showing of Frozen Two. They were evacuated from the showing on Friday because um, uh, a package had been misdelivered to the movie theater and they were forced to evacuate. Now, don't worry. It's not, this is not, uh, you know, like a, a scary bomb threat type story. This is, it's not like that. What happened though is a package was delivered to this particular theater and uh, the person who found the package at the theater at 5.15 p.m. opened it and discovered a warning that said, highly contagious human substance on the contents of the package. Uh, anthrax? No. Urine. Oh. Urine luck. It ew. wasn't anthrax. <laughs> ew. It was human specimens of urine that were highly, apparently highly contagious. They were meant to go to a clinic that was about 40 miles away from this theater. Yeah. But were misdelivered to the theater. To which I would just say... To the mail carrier or the package deliverer or courier, as it were, perhaps let's double check all addresses. This is the gift giving season and you would hate for this highly contagious urine to be delivered to like Grandma B's house or something oh, yeah. like that. And she'd be like, oh, is oh, this, this a lemonade that oh. I ordered from uh, Paul Newman? Oh, okay. Newman, Newman's own. No, no with totally <laughs> different situation. No. You don't want Newman's own urine. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, in any case, all is well. They cleared the premises. They The hazardous waste people did their hazmat thing and uh, 
and everything all is well. And <sighs> I'm sure it was probably scary for a minute there. Um, well, yeah, because that's not flat, mellow, yellow. Well, and it's, yeah, right? And also, it's probably scary for the people in the theater, yeah. you know, to be evacuated and not quite know why. Well, yeah. uh, all Everything turned out okay. Is that Switchel? But again, again, note to letter carriers, couriers, and the like, just double check that address. Let's yeah. just yeah. check it twice. Yeah. Make a list. Check it twice. Be like Santa. Yeah. There you go. You know, you ever wonder how like Santa goes to the bathroom when he's delivering presents? Listen, oh, you know what I watched? Like, I'm sorry, I'm this sorry. is a tangent, but I'm going to say this. Think about that. What does he do? Yeah, I know, right? Nobody thinks about that because he's magic. Because you don't worry about going to the bathroom when it's a man who comes down your chimney, right? Like you can suspend this, but he probably doesn't have to go potty. Yeah, but that route's like 24 hours. How true that is. Um, I did watch on Disney Plus that movie, Noel. Oh, with, uh, um, what's her face? With yep, Anna her. Kendrick. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, She's Bill Hader. and Bill Hader. And here's what I want to tell you. If you went in, if you go into that movie thinking that there's going to be a lot of singing, there's not. I thought there would be singing. <laughs> don't ask me why. I don't know. I just thought Anna Kendrick would, there would be a big musical finish. It's a cute, it's a cute movie. And Shirley MacLaine is in it. It's got a cute cast. It's got a cute storyline. Well, did you it's figure out where level, but it's good. Did you figure out where Santa pees though? No, I didn't. Sorry oh, about that. Okay. Thanks. But I did find out he <laughs> loves yoga. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's time to play the throwback live at 2 45 after this on my talk one oh seven